0: You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast on Recovery Radio. Living one day at a time for a sober, healthy, happy life. For more information, visit www.thatsoberguide.com. And now, let's start the show. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by That Sober Guy Meetings. Go to ThatSoberGuy.com, click on the live meetings tab to see when the next meeting is. Register there for free come join us. We got a bunch of cool motherfuckers from all around the world, all around the country that log in and we talk about sobriety, positive mental attitude, change. We all relate to some shit that we've all been going through, different things, um, similar things, all kinds of different stuff. It's a great platform to sit back and listen. If you feel like talking, throw some headphones in, some simple uh, iPhone headphones work great. And you got your little mic on there. And if you want to add to the conversation, you definitely can, from the comfort of wherever the hell you are at. We have a couple good guests coming up on the show that I'm real excited to talk to. Um, First in this upcoming week, we have Paul Churchill from The Recovery Elevator coming on. You can check out his podcast, Recovery Elevator. I believe it's recoveryelevator.com. It's on iTunes. Uh, I actually was interviewed on his show, uh, on The Recovery Elevator, just a couple weeks back. I think it's episode 15. I got to share a little bit of my story, so if you're interested in hearing that, you can check that out there on his show. Also, coming up in early July, um, we're going to have um, philosopher and optimal living specialist Brian Johnson. Dude is legit, uh, super dope. Uh, he's got a great um, book that he's written, "The Philosopher's Notes," and that's it's actually a few years old. I just happened to finally pick the copy up and start getting into it, and it's um, it's really really interesting. Uh, he takes about a hundred of his of the best, you know, world-renowned, well-known philosophers and kind of breaks down his notes. So he'll be coming on in early July. It's Brian Johnson. Um if you're interested in checking him out too, uh, I believe it's entheos.com. Yeah, ww.ntheos.com uh slash philosophers notes is the book if you want to go straight to the book. He also has a YouTube channel too. You can just type in Brian Johnson. No, it's not the ACDC. Uh singer that's also brian johnson every time I type in brian's name that dude comes up from acdc And i'm about to start singing back in black, but it's not him. It's a different brian johnson So check that out Get ready for that in the next few weeks Uh, man, I jumped into the four agreements seth and I had talked about this on a previous episode I still hadn't gotten a chance to kind of dip into it and I got the audio book uh, go to audible.com. You can go on my website. You can go on That Sober Guy website. There's a link on there for audible.com. It helps support the show. It it throws us a couple bucks if you go on there and sign up. It's free. So you get that 30-day trial, and you can get a free book on there. I just downloaded the four agreements on there, and it's fucking amazing. It's, it's probably the best thing that I've heard in my life, I got to say. Um, it's absolutely phenomenal. I just got through it one time. Um, definitely a lot of information in there and really just, just how to live, how to break down all these things that we've been trained since we were kids, all these thoughts, all these emotions, how to deal with, um, deal with all the emotions, how to deal with the things in life, how to love, uh, there's so many amazing things in it. I just, I, I definitely highly recommend it. Go to audible.com and get the, um, the free, the free audio book on there, or you can pick up the, the regular book at your local bookstore. I'm sure too. I think I checked, um. A bookstore around here. I'm going to pick one up for my wife. And I think it was like 12 bucks or something. And it's a, it's an easy read. The audio book is only two hours or maybe two and a half. Um, but definitely amazing. Highly would recommend it. I'm super juiced to get into it again. It's one of those ones that you just, you can't not listen to because it's like, if you're open to that, um, you know, that place to go, it's just, it, it just teaches you life like straight up. Um, so check that out. Uh, I'm going to start today. I want to read something. This is, I have a little book. I actually found this. I was doing a side job at this uh, person's house like a long time ago and I was cleaning out the garage and there was just shit everywhere. Just junk. Um, we threw a lot of it away, uh, mo- mostly all of it cause it was all junk, but there was like this collection of old books in there. And I, right at the, it was just when I had got home from, um, from rehab when this happened. So it was kind of, kind of the timing of it was, was kind of right. So I came across as Bill sees it, which is, uh, Bill is from Alcoholics Anonymous, one of the, um, one of the first of Alcoholics Anonymous to, to kind of start it. So I come across this little book and, uh, there's a lot of great, great little chunks of information in here from the big book, from the grapevine news, uh, newsletter, um, So I just wanted to to start off with this. It says, can we change? We must never be blinded by the futile philosophy that we are just the hapless victims of our inheritance, of our life experience, and of our surroundings. That these are the sole forces that make our decisions for us. This is not the road to freedom. We have to believe that we can really choose. As active alcoholics, we lost our ability to choose whether we would drink. We were the victims of a compulsion which seemed to decree that we must go on with our own destruction. Yet we finally did not make the choices that brought about our recovery. We came to believe that alone we were powerless over alcohol. This was surely a choice and a most difficult one. We came to believe that a higher power could restore us to sanity. In short, we choose to become willing, and no better choice did we ever make. I thought that was interesting, and I thought that... um it's very relevant to just to my kind of state of mind right now. And I hope some of you guys out there can relate to that too. Just about the choice. You know, it's up to us to make that choice. If we want to be sober, if we want to live a better life, if we want to live out the dreams that we have always dreamed about, uh, it's possible. I'm here to tell you that it's definitely possible, but you got to choose that. You know, to me, God gave me that choice. He said, here, I'm going to lay it out. You can go down this path and continue the way you're going. You can end up dead in jail or in a pine box or you can make a choice and you can go down this path and you can get sober and you can get your life together and you can learn how to love yourself and you can learn how to love others and you can learn to accept the things that have been given to you, that you've been blessed with. And so thank God, thank him and thank just my state of mind at the time was not good, but thankfully I made the right decision. Instead of going to the right, I went to the left. I went down that path of of trying to change and trying to make the right choice that you know what? I need to get sober. I need to stop this and I need to learn about myself. If anyone out there right now is listening and they're and they're kind of going through that 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 decision to make. Man, I gotta make a decision. I, I know what you're going through. I know it's tough. I know that when I was going through that decision Um, and this is funny. It's very simple. I like to get drunk. I like to party. I like to do drugs. And so ultimately there's much more to it than that. It's much deeper than that. But the face of it was, was for me, fuck, I got to quit all that. I know that if I admit this, if I make that choice to cross that line and I go there, then I have to stop all that. I have to give it all up. And how the hell am I going to survive? How, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What is there to do besides drink and party? So that was a tough decision. Even though, like I said, there's so much more to it that's just so much deeper than that, that runs deep from our childhoods through you know, all the way up to where we're at now. But I'm so glad I made that choice. And I hope if anyone out there listening is going through that, I hope you make the right choice too, because I'm here to tell you that you can do it. I guarantee you, you can do it. You can put the work in and you can do it. And if you have any questions about it or you need any help or anything, shit, I got 42. This is number 42 episode. So start logging these motherfuckers in and start listening to there's some great guests on this show that have put some damn good information out there and it's all free. Or you can email me if you got a question, anything, whatever you need. That's what I'm here for. That's that's why God put me here. Okay, so, um. Moving on, there's meetings coming up too. I mentioned that in the beginning. I'm doing them on Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Go to the website, click on the live meetings tab. You can sign up there. Also, um, you can sign up for for the emails, the newsletter. I send them out once a week, and that way you get a little reminder. Hey, don't forget, there's a meeting this weekend. And if you don't like the emails, then you can fucking unsubscribe and fuck off. I don't care. I'm just kidding. Don't fuck off. I love you. But you know, you know. I got me a little Rockstar Pure Zero. I need to quit drinking these things. But they're so good. There's no sugar in them. They get me amped. Yeah. Just trading one uh, one addiction for another though. But I'd, I'd say this is much better than cocaine. So so I came across an article on my Twitter feed. So this article comes from substance 4 youcom which is a cool ass site. I kind of just dug into this recently. They got some cool swag on there too. Check out some of their shirts, um, some, let's see, I'm checking them out right now, they got a cool tank top on here, men's men's tank top, 100%, sober, drug free, love that shit, stay drug free, uh, they got some sweats on here, look at the sweats, son, recover right, sober life, that's pretty dope, dude, I'd rock some sweats, uh, yeah, that's pretty rad, so check, yeah, check it out, and um, you know, there's a lot of good articles on here. Um, blog, the effects of living in denial of addictions, the truth about making amends, how a growth mindset can break the stigma in addiction recovery. Stigma, such a huge one. The benefits of meditation and lifestyle. Ooh, I just came across that. That is definitely one I will be digging into here after the show. Um... So substanceforyou.com, I come across this article. It's called A New Bar, A New Hope, Sober and Dry Bars. I thought this was really interesting. There's a new fad coming around called Sober and Dry Bars. Basing my hometown work in Detroit, Michigan, I'm cultured by many things about addiction in and around the city. But one thing that's been catching my eye lately is the rise in those helping people in recovery. Living on the outskirts of the metropolitan area of Detroit, I'm graced to be in between Detroit and Ann Harbor, Michigan, two of the most diverse cities in the area. Ann Harbor, which is hometown to the University of Michigan Wolverines and is very vibrant, artsy and joyful town full of diverse demographic. I'm seeing a new trend come into play more and more recovery support. Many people in the Ann Arbor area are versed with recovery as well as addictions and the struggles of them as well. They're also versed in the city's upbeat networks of recovery programs and positive outlook on recovery in the area too. From reading an article on uh, com, uh, let's see Noel Siriani, Noel Siriani. A headline caught my attention. "New Ann Arbor Dry Bar offers a twist on classic beverages. Well, first off, I think this is awesome. As I go on reading the article more, I am more and more intrigued into finding out what this dry bar has to offer to the sober and recovering community. So I did some further investigating. The owner of Mighty Good Coffee, Nick Sims, was looking to advance the cafe space they had from one of their coffee shop ventures. So Sims, who had heard about about Europe and the UK creating things like sober bars, decided to take the idea on himself. Sims said that the test run of the new idea was overwhelmingly endorsed. And their December fifth on their December fifth trial run. What an awesome response from the community to such a great idea. Showing how good the idea is, Noel Siriani goes to summarize the general responses and demographic responses to the dry bar as such. A crowd of people, including teenagers, pregnant women, and other sober individuals, partook in the dry inventive alternatives that first evening. It immediately became evident to Sims and her family if there was a market for this type of event. The excerpt is a key point that I try to bring up about the demographics involved with addiction in many of in many other articles here at Substance For You. It is great to yet see the correlation between all of these addiction and recovery topics. It shows the true science and truths behind all of the arguments here. Dry bars are helping people like youth, pregnant women, among other sober individuals to explore safer routes for their health. It's wonderful that this dry bar can back up our data with the with their idea and branding alone. It's an all-around wonderful performance to all. To further elaborate, Nick Sims goes on to say, the combination of the combination of being a part of the recovery community, wanting a new creative outlet, and being compelled to do something to create a space for non-drinkers, especially young people, as I have two teens, all served as fuel for the spark. Great job, Nick Sims, on your stellar creation. You have my backing. That's pretty fucking cool to me. Um, you know, I don't know from a business standpoint, it sounds like it's like, you know, it's 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 a obviously they wouldn't be, you know, doing it if it wasn't didn't have some sort of business value. But just from the standpoint of, you know, having us having a place, a safe place to go for young people um, and for old people, you know, who anybody who just doesn't drink. I mean, because we, we all know that the sober community, there's not a lot of places that are. Just for sober people that don't like to partake in drinking, so this is fucking cool. I'm really, uh, I was really interested when I came across this. I, you know, and um, I think it's just in the Detroit area is the only ones I looked up that I was able to find just from this article too. I'm wondering if there's any more out there. If anyone knows of any of these things, these dry bars anywhere else other than Detroit, uh, let me know. I'd be interested in in reading a little bit more about them. Um, but go to substanceforyou.com If you want to read the rest of the article, it's pretty cool. Pretty interesting. Um, what a great idea. Great motherfucking job. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So tonight I want to talk about support groups too. One thing that's been on my mind is the support groups. Who is your support group? Who is your support person? Who do you have in your corner that helps you along the way? Most of us cannot get and stay sober alone. It's damn near impossible. I'm sure it's been done before. Um, but I haven't heard of anybody doing it. So it doesn't mean it hasn't been done. Just means I haven't heard of it and I'd be very surprised and I'd love to hear how the fuck they did it. Um, my support group has been stellar to say the least. I'm a lucky motherfucker when it comes to that. Um, From the moment that I had admitted that I had a problem and that I needed help, my wife was the first one I told and she was immediately supportive. She told me whatever you need. Next, I went to Seth and Seth was immediately supportive. And I think third, I went to my mom. And my mom was immediately supportive and she was upset at the same time. Because I think that she felt, I think she felt some guilt from the way we grew up and stuff, which absolutely is not her fault. And I know that she, um, you know, I know that she knows that. And sometimes those things are just hard to, hard to let go. But I know that I've had a good talk with her recently and she was, she has been able to let a lot of that stuff go. And I'm real proud of her for that. And um, just those three people are my wife, my mom, and Seth. We're, are, are, those are the, that's the core of my support group right there. Now there's a lot of other people out there and other, there's other family out there and there is other friends out there, uh, definitely. So I, I hope if anyone's listening to this, I'm not leaving you out, um, you know. But, do, but those three are the main, the main people in my life. So who are your main people or who's your main person What is your main, you know, your main deal that you follow, that you answer to? We have to be held accountable for the things that we do. And it really helps when you have someone in your corner that can kind of guide you and help you and you have someone to turn to on your, on your cell phone that you need to call or that, that you can just show up at their house and say, fuck, I'm having a, I'm having a day today. You know, I'm having one of those days and I just really would like to talk. So who do you have? Make a a list of it if you can't think of anyone. Start writing down like off the top of your head, you know, who's your main couple of people or your main uh, person? And then think about where you would be if you didn't have those people. Because I know for me, if I didn't have the support of, you know, my wife, my mom, Seth, and then everyone else around me too that supported me, I wouldn't be sitting here right now talking to you guys because there's no fucking way I would have ever been able to get sober and get my mind out of the dark and and continue to learn and continue to grow every day. Every day is a new day. And I've been able to do that because of the support group, because of the people that are around me. You know and Obviously, it takes willpower and it takes self-control and it takes want. You got to want to do it. So. You know, there's definitely some self involved in all of this too. Uh, you know, you, you gotta want it, but at the same time, you gotta have a solid support structure. You gotta have people on your side that are gonna help you, and that are gonna. If you fuck up, they're gonna be there to tell you, "Hey, you're you need to check yourself right now because you're not doing the right things right now." If you don't have somebody like that, it's gonna be damn hard. You may be able to get sober. You may be able to start making some changes, but it's it's not going to last long if you don't have anybody helping you through the way. And that means support groups, AA, NA, friends, family, That Sober Guy podcast, That Sober Guy meetings, that's what we're here for too. You know, just another weapon to add to that arsenal, to fight this shit. I formally want to thank everyone out there who has been in support of me, um, has been in support of my sobriety and the decisions that I've made and I understand that not everybody can understand it maybe um you know maybe there's some things that maybe there's some things that that are just they just don't understand and that's okay I'm fine with that I get it um I don't expect them to understand but what I do expect is the support I guess and and I appreciate everybody out there who has supported me And I especially appreciate the support from my wife, from Seth, and from my mom. I wanna I wanna point out my mom directly too, because that woman has been through some shit in her life, and you know today she's able to stand tall and proud, and um, and be there for her family. You know, for for my sister, for me, uh, for my family, for my kids, for my wife, for um, just everybody. For her man, Mr. Randall. You know, she's there. She's the core of that. You know, she's always supported me in everything that I've done. And uh, I just wanted to point that out and say thank you to her because I feel, you know, I've obviously you know i've done a couple episodes with jess my wife and we've talked and everyone knows how much i love her and how how much i appreciate her support you know she's been the rock for me um through this and I, and seth too seth's been on the show and we've talked and you know he knows how appreciative i am for what he's done you know kind of paving the way for me to be able to uh follow in his footsteps and 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 go down this path And uh, I just feel like I haven't really given my mom, you know, the credit that she deserves. And um, so it's kind of why I'm pointing this out. And I just I just want her to know I hope she listens to this and I hope that uh, she knows how much I love her and how much I really do appreciate everything that she did for us growing up and everything that she continues to do and support me and my family so when it comes to your support groups, when it comes to your people that are in your corner, make sure they're solid. Make sure you thank them. Make sure they know how much you appreciate them, and make sure that you are a support person for somebody else because that's going to help just as much too. Open your heart up. Open your mind up. Um, be there. You know, be there for others. When when you're in a hurry, and you got somewhere to be, we all know sometimes you know you you're in. You got things going on. You're busy. Maybe someone wants to stop and talk to you, and you don't want to give them the time because you're in a hurry. Just let that thought pop in your head that, you know what? I might save this person's life. I might save their day today. I might make their day today by just taking that two extra minutes just to hear what they have to say real quick. It might take two minutes. It might take 10 minutes as long as you're not going to get fired from your job or something or it's, you know, your wife's having a baby or some shit like that. You know, sit there for a second. Listen to them. Let them talk. Be there. That's what we're here for. So check your support group. Do it right now. Tell them thank you. I'd like to hear from some of y'all out there that have some topics you want to discuss or you want some advice on, you want some opinions on from some different people. Email me sobriety at that sober guy dot com. Let me know what you want to hear. If there's something specific you have a question about, you want us to do a show about, if it's interesting and it's something that you guys want to hear about, I would love to know and I'd love to talk about it. So email me. Let me know. Go to soberguide.com Check out all the bullshit on there. Fuck off. I don't even give a fuck. I just like that you're listening. I like that you're sober. I like that you're loving the life because this life we get one. That's it, one. I love ending with this question, what would you do if you knew you were gonna die tomorrow? I know it's a dark, twisted question in a sense, but at the same time, it puts shit in perspective. It really does. If we can live our life every single day in the moment and like we knew we were gonna die tomorrow, imagine how fucking great that day would be. Well, you have two choices, actually. You could either choose to wallow in your misery because you know you're gonna die tomorrow, or you can live your life to the fullest that day. You can love everybody that day. You can have the best fucking last day on this earth. Live every day like that. Don't forget that. Don't forget it because you never know when that day is going to come. That's one of the beauties of life. It's one of the beauties of death. We don't know when our, when, when that last time's going to come. So enjoy it. Live in the moment. The past is gone. The future's not here yet. There'll be plenty of shit to worry about when it gets here. So live today. Live in today. Enjoy it. If you feel lost, like Seth told me, look at your feet. Look at your feet. I'm here right now. I'm sitting right here. I'm standing right here. Here I am. I'm going to reset real quick. You can start your day over at any time. So I'm going to use a quote that I heard from David in Azure that he would tell us every day. And I absolutely love this one. Tell it to you guys. If no one's told you that they love you, I love you. Have a great day. Peace, love, respect. This has been another episode of That Sober Guy Podcast on Recovery Radio with Shane Raymer. For more information, visit www.thatsoberguy.com or email Shane at sobriety at that Thanks again for listening and enjoy a sober, healthy, happy life.